Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. Here we are. We're on Psalm 43, Stephanie. And Psalm 43 is an itty-bitty psalm with a whole bunch, a whole lot of information, a whole, uh, the way we should live. It's a change in landscape from Psalm 32. It's, you know, we we see ourselves with mourning and stuff. Now, catch us up. So, uh, what is going on? Let me see. Let me see if we can get some new what's going on with you. So, how many songs do we have now toward our new uh, CDs. I think we have a couple CDs worth of songs now. Yeah, yeah, we are we are nearly ready for two CDs. And what's your favorite of the new songs we've done? You think? Oh, uh, that'll be on the new CDs. Yeah. Um, of our songs, wow, I would say um, "God Meant It for Good." Me too. Is definitely at the top of my list, and I really like. Um, oh wow. There's several. I haven't thought through the list in a while, um, but definitely God Meant It For Good is at the top. And probably um, another one that I love is the um, Plead For Me song. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So and, and then I Will Serve the Lord, which is actually written by a gentleman who's allowing us to record that. And it's an old Steve Green song that's got a nice traditional flair to it that Stephanie's added to it. And it's it's a wonderful song. I will serve the Lord. And and you know, perhaps somewhere today, tomorrow, the next day, the next few podcasts, we can throw a verse of I will serve the Lord in there somewhere. Uh, but uh, anyway, Psalm 43, we're hopping in. So you caught up on. Now, we also got Stephanie in the mode to write her next book on Consulin on uh, what she went through through the consulate here in 2021. And we hope to get that out uh, somewhere in March or April. And and it's not going to be a real big book or, or extensive, but we do want to talk about how consulate took hold with her and how you can consult other ladies and and uh, pray about that. I think she's going to do great. I got two books coming out as soon as I, I'm thinking New Year's Day, 2021, I'm posting my book. I got to send it to uh, my uh, uh, grammar Gestapo which includes uh, uh, Stephanie, my wife, my son, Doug, the Hickses, and we'll see if they find anything. I actually sent it to an editor. These are the workbooks, the teacher's workbook and the student workbook, and that'll be followed uh, a couple weeks later. These are for churches to use or a couple months later for churches to use and stuff. We'll send you the slides to teach PTSD or to help you and your family. And uh, so you'll want a teacher's workbook and a workbook. Uh, so I, I just think those are important things. And uh, I'm, so, looking, I'm looking forward to your overcomers book. And, you know, we had to put that on hold to put information out for classes, but that's three quarters done. And uh, there's so much going on in our lives. We have the ministry change, which is for the good, for the best. Uh, we're we're going to do a ministry that's reaching out to people with wounded spirits and reaching to you guys, the people who listen to us and the military men and women that are out there hurting, the first responders and 
and, and those people who've been molested and her, everybody, we're all inclusive. And doesn't matter whether you're as far as you can be from us in Australia. We've got a couple listeners in Australia. Or uh, whether you're down the road from us, we want to reach you with a gospel message and a message of what God can do with folks with PTSD. And he can handle it. He can take your PTSD and make you all better. He does. We've seen life's changed. Uh, Stephanie and I can testify to that. And uh, we're on Psalm. So what would you say the number one thing God has done for you, Stephanie, before we hop into Psalm 43 in the past couple years through the wounded spirits, through the PTSD, uh, Bible studies and things of that nature? What's the number one thing you think? Wow. Number one. Well, the Lord's definitely taught me so much, um, given me a lot clearer, clearer head um, through the wounded spirits ministry and teaching um answered a lot of questions i had had for a very long time to be honest um for the last decade and a half god really used it um to change my life and to give me purpose to give me um an understanding that he wasn't done with me yeah and i that was one of the biggest things was the fact that um me having PTSD, me being messed up didn't mean I was trash to God. And um, it's helped me honestly understand a lot of other passages in scripture that I didn't understand as much before. Yeah, boy, that's a, you know, that's, that's our goal. And praise God for that. Here we are in Psalm 43. And we're going to change up Stephanie's mic a little bit and throw some uh, uh, earphones on her so she gets a little bit louder. Sometimes the Internet comes in and out when we're doing these crazy things. But here we are in Psalm 43. Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from deceitful and unjust man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? O send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto the holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the harp will I praise thee, O God my God. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my continence and my God. So there we are seeing the health of my continence. This really just continues on from Psalm 42. I and I, I mean, what's coming to your mind as you looked at Psalm uh, 43 and as we read through it there, Stephanie? Wow, it's a prayer we should be praying right now for sure. Um, you know, deceit is not a new thing. Um, and David's asking God to deal with deal with it in an incredible way and to work to use it um, to glorify himself in a sense. And he's asking God for deliverance from this evil. He's asking God that he would show himself strong against it. Um, I think it's amazing here. Verse 3 correlates to me so strongly with um, Psalm 119, where David talks about God's word being a lamp to his feet and a light to his path. And in verse 3, he cries out to God and says, Would you shine that light? You know, God's word is that truth. Um, we're told we're told so many times um, in scripture, um, we're told God's word is truth. He's And so it's just like David is crying out saying, 
light my path for me so that I know the way I'm to run my race. So I know the path that I'm to take each and every day. And um, David was king of Israel and he is crying out because of the oppression of the enemy. He's crying out because he is dealing with deceit and ungodly men and it doesn't matter where your position is, whether you're in a position of leadership or authority, or whether you're a, what you would consider a nobody. We can all have that heart cry to God of, Lord, send your light and your truth to lead me, to bring me ever closer to you, ever to a um, a deeper walk with you. And, you know, as we live um, here in the church age, we are the body of Christ. We are that temple of God and it should be our ultimate goal and desire to reflect the light and the truth of who Jesus Christ is to the world. And, you know, I think there should be that incredible desire that David talked about in in chapter 42 of loving God, desiring him that we would constantly be going before the altar of God that he talks about in verse four. That we would constantly make God our exceeding joy. And, you know, I see here in a sense where our verse four represents to me where we live now, prayer and singing. Mm. And I see Paul and Silas, you know, they were in the midst of unjust treatment. They had been beaten because they dared to help a poor demon-possessed girl they dared to free her super you know with god supernaturally she was freed from that demon and and because of that they were beaten and cast into prison they were put in stocks and there they spent time singing praying crying out to god and god gave them an incredible deliverance and that's what i see in verse 4 is david saying would you Would you accept this prayer that I bring before your altar? You know, we are given access to go boldly before the throne of grace to find help in time of need. And that's what I see in verse four is David going before God in his time of need with prayer, with thanksgiving, with joy, with singing. And that leads to verse five where he says, why art thou disquieted within me? Hoping God for he is, you know, for he's the health of my countenance. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I, I, I think one of the things we have to remember, and I think as we go through this, we have to remember how God leads people. And uh, we remember that God led Israel out of Egypt with a cloud and a fire at night. You know, God leads people differently. And and here's the psalmist, here's David. And, you know, if if God can lead people by a, a pillar or a cloud by the day and a pillar of fire at night, God can lead people so many different ways. So, But God can lead us through with his light. And his light can light our path. And we see that prayer in the Bible to have our path lit, to, to, to follow those types of things. And we see that. And I think that's what's going on here is, is David's wanting to be led. He's wanting to be rescued from this ungodly nation. And, but, you know, I love that David said, my strength, you know, you're the rock, God. That's what I'm getting out of this. It's about you. You're the rock. He's still got his problems going on here in Psalm 43. I mean, why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. He's saying, he's, he's saying, God, turn up the volume. I think all of us sometimes say, God, where you at? 
God, I'm going through these things. Where are you at? These people are messing me over. My health isn't good. Uh, the bills aren't getting paid. They're messing with the stimulus or I, my job is not giving me a raise. The house costs more. What, whatever the case may be, you can, you can fill out a hundred things right there. Everybody's got something. And, uh, and, and where's God? But David's saying, I understand, God, you're there. This is our life. This is our trial. This is what we're going through. These are the choices that we made that got us here. And this is the life that God has given us. And, but there's, you know, great, we're as great as the promises of God. Our future is as bright as the promises of God, our, our, our way to make it. And I, I think that's what's going on here in Psalm 43. I think David is totally getting that. He's saying, judge me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. Oh, deliver me. Plead my cause against these, these knuckleheads in Israel. You know, I've done the things I've got to do. I'm trying to do them right. For thou art the God of my strength. And, and folks, that's where you need to be. You need to be pleading your case, asking God to plead your case for you to these ungodly nations, to your ungodly friends, to these people who aren't working out, to these people who aren't doing things right, to these people who are knuckleheads. You got to give them to God and you got to recognize that God's your strength and uh, and ask him to cast them off and and uh, why go I mourning with the oppression of the enemy? And, you know, sooner or later, you know, we can live a life every day where we're, it's negative juju that's ruling the day. We can live a life every day where we pull out a piece of paper and write down every bad thing in our life, every health problem we got, every bill that's too much money, uh, why we're not making enough money, why we don't have the best boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, mother, father, whatever. I mean, you fill out whatever your word is. We can live that way every day. We can write down the bad things. Uh, and there's so few. For me, I mean, there's so few. Uh, great wife, great family, great God. Uh, write them things down. You know, uh, great friends, great brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and, and David, and, and then, oh, send out thy light. And, and we just need to look for the light. We don't need to, uh, what am I saying, major on the bad? Major on the madness is what my college professor used to say. There are some people who major on the madness. There are some people who live in the bad times, who live, they're constantly there. That's their zip code. That's their address. And if you're like David, Stephanie, if you're where David's at, if you're mad at the madness, living in the madness, going on with the madness, what happens? I mean, what do we, how do we lift ourselves out? How do we get out of there? Well, I think that's just it, Doug. We can't. I don't think we can lift ourselves out. And that's the point of God being God. That's the point of we need the fact that we need him so much. Um, back in Psalm 40, David said, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. And our, our p position before God is that we are absolutely nothing. Without him, we are nothing. Without him, we can do nothing. And I think the point that God makes throughout the Psalms is, come to me. I'll hear your cry. The Lord's, the Lord is, um, I love how the Psalms say that his um, ear is open unto their cry, to the cry of the righteous, to the cry of those who are seeking him and searching for him and are crying out to him for help. And David says, he 
brought me out of that horrible pit and out of that miry clay. We can't lift ourselves up. Sure, we can pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and and do our best. And I'm not saying we be have a give up philosophy, but our strength, the strength to keep going comes from God. The strength to get out of that pit is his grace. It's his strength in our lives. And that is why David says, hope in God. Because our confident expectation has to be in him. It can't be in ourself. It can't be in our ability. And I think this is where the importance of prayer comes in, of crying out to him, the importance of crying out for others around us who we who we see are struggling, or if God lays someone on your heart um, that, you know, I, I know some people right now that are going through some awful trials, and one um, sweet, sweet young lady in particular, she was on my heart all day yesterday. I just could not get her off my mind and was just praying for her, and, you know, when God lays it on your heart to pray for someone, that is a because they're part, you're part of the same body. And when one part of the body is hurt, another part of the body is there to help bear that part of the body that's hurting along. And, um, you know, this is the body of Christ in the church age. We are to be praying for each other. We are to be a part of this hoping in God because Christ is in us, the hope of glory. And when he lives in us, he's going to impress on us to be a part of the process of being the health of someone else's countenance, of bearing each other's burdens. And that's the beauty of how Christ has has made his church to work. And um, we're to be a part of that light and that truth. We're to be a part of this process because that's why we're here. And I see here a constant dependence that David has on God for his strength. And to put this in the church age, we're to be a part of that process of helping others. Um, that as they cry out to God, you may be a part of God's answer to prayer in their lives. You may be a part of that, what for their, them hoping in God looks like. If God impresses on, on you to pray for someone or, or to help a brother or sister in Christ, do it. Yeah. You can be the answer to their cries to God for help. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and I, I like that. I like that this comes down to serving, doing the right thing, doing the godly thing. I like this all comes down to service for God. This all comes down to faith in God. This all comes down to trust in God. This all comes down to that person that your heart's hurting for. I, I have a person that I've already talked to Stephanie about a young lady contacted us and from a foreign country, uh, an American lady. And, uh, and, but she lives in a foreign country and she sent her number. Stephanie's going to have to call her from her computer because it's, you know, it's going to be a real expensive phone call. So you sign up on Skype or something. But I was thinking as there's so many people in this world that are stuck. You know what I'm saying, Stephanie? There, there's, there's people who are stuck in a rut and some of it's our own doing and some of it's not. Some of this is what we go through. Uh, living in this world that's not our own. We're pilgrims. This isn't our home. Our home is heaven. If you're saved, your home is waiting for you. you got a mansion uh, up over the hilltop up there, up in the sky. And uh, uh, I, I'm thinking to myself that we stick ourselves in these ruts. We have these bad things. We go through these bad times. They're of our own devices. They're of our own thoughts. We do these things. And And how do we get out, Stephanie? I mean, how do we... Uh, David's looking for the light. We talk about this all the time. Someone's rutting right now. If they're in a bad spot, step number one for them is 
dry to God, make him your focus, um, lay aside the weights and the sins that easily beset you so that you can run with patience the race that is set before you and look unto Jesus. He's the health of your countenance. He's the one who gives you hope. He's your God. Yeah. Make him your God. Be willing, as Paul talked about in Romans 12, that you present your body a living sacrifice. Even if you don't know what that means, say, God, I'm coming to you and I'm presenting myself to you. I'm surrendering to you and I'm giving you my life. And I may be in the midst of a situation that I don't know up from down, but you're my God and I'm putting my hope in you. And would you lead me and guide me? And I think that's, I think that's the most significant thing. I'm giving myself to you, holy and acceptable, like the Bible says. Uh, you know, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, I'm begging you to do this. Um, and, you know, give yourself, give yourself. And I think Stephanie just hit that. Step one, step one, surrender, say, God, I'm done. It's you. Whatever you need me to. And you got to get the wicked stuff out of your life. Yes. I, I mean, here we are in 2021. We need to get the wicked out. Uh we need to remove the wicked. We're not going to, you know, when, listen, God's people uh, are open to the throne of grace and that throne of grace and that Holy Spirit of God within your heart will give you everything you need to get rid of the wicked stuff in your life. And we got to get rid of the wicked. And uh, so throw yourself at that throne of grace. Get rid. Don't lie. Don't embellish. Don't hyperbolize. Don't uh, just don't be that person. Don't be a narcissist. There's enough narcissists in the world. You don't have to be one. We know. Uh, Stephanie's got a couple that pursue her. I got two or three around me at any given time. And, uh, you know, it's time to be godly. It's time to go to that throne. It's time wherever you are today at the end of this podcast, as, as Stephanie sings, I will serve the Lord. It's time to get on your knees and say, uh, God, I'll do it. I'll go. I'll be part of it. I'll, I'll step out. You can trust me. I'm, I'm all in. And, and folks, when I say there are things you do in your life that aren't holy, write them down and take them out of your life. You know what they are. You know what they are. Take them out of your life. You say, well, God forgives sin. He does, but he doesn't need a besetting sin or a perpetual sinner to be in his service. You're not going to get the greatest jobs. You're not going to get the greatest blessings from God because you're not trusting in him fully. You need to trust in God fully. I think that's a I think that's a real big piece of this pie, Stephanie, is getting rid of that stuff in 2021. Get rid of it now. And uh, you guys know what that is. You can get rid of it. And, and stop making church about you. Start making it about worshiping God, about uh, stop judging and critiquing and start serving and reading and looking forward to things and trusting things. And, and that number one thing, that number one thing, get on your knees, say, God, I'm all in. Number two, pull out that pad. Say, this is evil. I shouldn't be doing it. I need to remove it. What does God's word say about it? Uh, number three, I need to start treating people back there in the, the earlier Psalm as we were in Psalm 41 earlier, uh, two days ago, I think, three days ago now, two days ago, we were talking Psalm 41. I think is that we're supposed to be blessing the poor. Go out and help the poor. Uh, and remember that uh, we can trust in God. And I think that's where it's at. Anything you want to add to that for the next minute before you sing, I will serve the Lord, Stephanie? No, I think you hit the nail on the head, but I had a different song for today. Oh, no. What was your song? You are my all in all. Oh, you know, I think you are my all in all will work today, but we got to get back to I will serve the Lord I over the next we'll week. with the last next psalm. 
You can make it work with the next song. We're only doing half of the next song. Hey, listen, folks, we love you, folks. Uh, we're honored to be able to sing this song to you. And uh, Stephanie, go ahead and give us that song. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel. Lord, to give up, I'd be a fool. You are my all in all. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. You are my all in all. Is that true? Is that a statement that you can make today? Can you get on your knees and say, Heavenly Father, you are my all in all. Is that something that you can do today? If it is, you're in a good place. If not, it's time to get that right. It's time to get on your knees. It's time to go in front of God. It's time to make a difference uh, with him. You can't do it on your own. Stephanie said, I said, how do you pull yourself out? Remember that? How do you pull yourself up? And Stephanie said her words, we can't, but God can. And that's where we need to go today. We need to go to that God can face. And uh, hey, I just wanted to take this last minute of the podcast to just say this. We sure do love you folks. Uh, we trust you. We we could use your help in 2021 to pay this silly old podcast fee. So if you see within you, you want to cover a month of that bad boy for 150 bucks, you know, try this. I gave up chai, Stephanie. Now, I had the first chai today in over a week. I lost all that weight. I'm looking good. I got fur on the face. Some people like it. You don't. But anyway, here's the important thing, okay? I gave up chai, and in a month, uh, I saved enough to pay for next month's podcast. I want you to know that right now. And you can be part of that. You can do that. And uh, we've seen uh, the next person that gets saved out of the podcast ministry will be the 40th person. And so God has done quite a work. You can be part of that. That fruit can be part of your account. Hey, we love you folks. Make sure you listen to every word of this. God bless you. Make sure you share it with your friends. Help for wounded spirits. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you.
Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.